please, I can't sleep. It's time to listen to Courtney at last on the ramblings of an insomniac podcast. Hello, what's up everybody? I'm Courtney Perry. Thank you for listening to another episode of the ramblings of an insomniac. I appreciate you. So what has been keeping me up as of late? Okay, I just listened to a Joe Rogan podcast that genuinely blew my mind. It was the most, one of the most informative, um, mind-blowing podcasts I've listened to in a very long time. Um, it had a gentleman named Matthew Walker on it. And he is a uh, neuroscience, uh, excuse me, a neuroscientist. Um, Well, he's a professor of neuroscience and psychology at the University of California. And he is the founder and director of the Center for Human Sleep Science. Um, And again, that's Matthew Walker. And let me tell you, that podcast blew my mind. Um, I knew, obviously, that not getting sleep is, is a big deal. And I was well aware that not getting sleep had numerous side effects to both your mental and physical health. I knew that. And I was obviously well aware that I do not get enough sleep. I mean, hence this podcast, The Ramblings of an Insomniac. So I'm aware that I'm an insomniac and I need more sleep. What I was not aware of was just how significant not getting at least minimum six hours of sleep on a consistent basis um, does to you. It, I mean, it wreaks so much havoc that I don't know how I stand upright or put one foot in front of the other. I'm honestly surprised I'm not just this Neanderthal just bumbling around, um, barely forming sentences, which actually a lot of days I am a Neanderthal bumbling around uh, barely forming sentences. So most days I actually am. So that said, honestly, the, how detrimental it is to your brain, um, is insane. Um, I am quite literally brain damaged, um, from not only how little of sleep I get, but also I had meningitis many, many years ago and I had 106 fever for several days in a row. So between that and not only the one, two, three, four days of getting less than six hours of sleep, but the years of getting less than six hours of sleep has basically, I know I say it jokingly, but I, I don't know how I am upright forming sentences. And I'm also not trying to say it bragging like, wow, I am so amazing because I'm, I'm managing. Um, but I am noticing more and more that I'm not managing. Um, but anyways, it's pretty much 70%, 70, 70% of my brain cells are gone. Um, and I have cut my life expect, expectancy down by 30%. And so I'm going to live 30% less than I could have had I been getting sleep. And 
basically I would have been a rocket scientist had I been getting more sleep because I think after you listen to this podcast, um, I honestly am pretty impressed with myself that I have had logical reasoning, that I can be logical, that I can work out, you know, Sudoku things and Rubik's Cubes and, and crime mysteries and, you know, kind of be that detective and still at least think somewhat like a reasonable person. Um, and it does kind of genuinely, again, I say it jokingly, but it does kind of make me wonder if I would have been <laughs> uh, a lot further on in life, a lot smarter, been like some nuclear physit- physicist. See, I can't even say the word because I'm so tired. <laughs> God. Um, but it makes me wonder if I would have got more sleep. Um, but I highly suggest you, anybody out there, it's episode 1109 of Joe Rogan's podcast. It was back in 2018, it looked like, but I'm, I'm just now listening to it, but um, with Matthew Walker. So anyways, but it just, it made me really rethink so many of the myths that are out there that people tell you to try to help you sleep. And it debunks a lot of those myths and it kind of just makes you think about things and go, oh my God, I had that aha moment. I was like, oh, yes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And this makes sense. And, and I'm not saying that I've, that it's too late to change because I plan on it like immediately. So it's not too late or anything. I'm just, you know, now I'm, my brain goes into, oh my God, how much life did I shave off? And maybe I could have lived to be 107 and, you know, maybe I'm going to end up dying at 60 instead and who knows. And it just gets your brain going. So then I won't sleep again because my brain will be going. And then I'm just following that cycle again because I've got myself so worked up that I'm going to end up thinking about it all night, which in turn is going to make me not sleep which of course then is going to make me lose even more of my brain cells and life apparently. So it's a vicious, it's a vicious freaking cycle. I tell you, man, anyways, that's freaking me out. And that's been on my mind, but I'm trying to just go with it because again, I need sleep. So I have to look at the tattoo on my wrist that I got for a reason that says, let go, not let it go as discussed, I think on my first podcast, but let go, like let go of the things you can't control, you know, like the serenity prayer thing. It's a good, it's a good thing to live by. Um, certainly needs to be my motto. So that's one thing that'll probably help me sleep is just letting go of the BS that I have zero control over and Really try, it's, you know, important to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time regardless if you have a day off or not, which I don't do. I sleep in about two hours. I allow myself about two more hours to sleep in, but I just need to keep it consistent. Um, I've noticed when I've done that in the past, it helps. But anyway, so I'm trying to just relax in general. Um, so that's been on my mind. What else? My mom. Honestly, you guys, I know I keep talking about it, but to anybody, again, I've said it a hundred times and I'm sure it's getting old, but to anybody that's going through a parent or a loved one um, that has dementia, I'm just, I'm sorry. My mom had a really rough night the other day and she was just, she was hallucinating um, and I could tell that she was also, you know, very scared and 
when you're when your own mom is just looking at you and desperately, just desperately wanting you to help and you can't, it's, it's just not, it, it'll make you lose sleep. <laughs> it'll make you lose sleep. And then I got to thinking, oh my God, I want to be here for my kids and I don't want my kids to have to go through this. I don't want dementia. I honestly, we live in a state that there's assisted suicide and honestly, I, it's something I considered if I get dementia. Um, and I'm not going to get into assisted suicide or get into any of that if you're for or against it or anything like that. I'm just saying dementia, if you know someone that has it, it's just, um, it is, uh, it traps your mind and it's just something that I, it's a nightmare. It's so scary. So to see my mom scared and panicking and looking to me to help and knowing that I can't, you know, it's always a helpless feeling when you can't help someone that you love. I think I just said the word help and helpless like a million times in one sentence, but you know what I mean. It's it's just so frustrating when you can't help a loved one. And then you start to feel selfish because you don't want to visit because it's so hard on you. It's really, really hard on you, especially when there are days that my mom thinks that I have abandoned her or that I have not visited when I know that I was just there. And she will insist up and down that I've never visited her and how dare I leave her there. And, you know, she's mean. And as I mentioned before, my mom and I have had a not great relationship, so that makes it more complicated. But then on top of it, of course, I... I don't want her to die and I don't want to see her suffering and but then it's hard on me and then I feel selfish because I'm like well God so what if it's hard on me I still need to do it so I do it and I go and I visit I visit four days a week um, and you know the other three I'm working so I can't unfortunately I don't get off till later by the time I get there it's just like eight o'clock at night and I can't do that so but I visit four days a week and then I start feeling incredibly guilty because I feel like it's not enough. And then I hate leaving because when I turn around and walk away, she doesn't want me to leave. So then it breaks my heart. And then it's this constant struggle of it breaks my heart and I feel bad for me because I don't want to go through that. But I also, of course, feel bad for her and I don't want her to go through it. It's a lot, man. It's a lot, y'all. Um, so those things have been on my mind a lot and I apologize I'm outside right now and there's an airplane going by and my dogs have been barking in the background so yeah can you hear that and now my cat <laughs> and cue the cat <laughs> so anyways the sounds of of being out in the country apparently um, our neighbor actually has a landing pad not far away so he's coming home anyway um I just wanted to share um, that with you that if you've if you've been through a loved one with dementia, I say this all the time. It's just been something that I've been dealing with a lot lately. So it's something that I'm probably going to be talking about a lot. Um, but and again, I just sat down with the director and we are setting up. We have to get. Um, permission from the um, residents family members to be able to interview them and that takes some time because we also have to if 
whoever has the POA or whatever, um, I've got to go through them and get permission. And then we have to round up a time when they can get together in between activities and dinner and all of that, or if there's a caregiver available. So it's taking some time to be able to interview and, you know, speak with the residents um, because I don't want to just do it at, at the facility that my mom is in. I want to do this at different facilities to get um, because different companies run things different ways and different counties run things different ways. So I'm trying to get a perspective, all different perspectives. So it's taking some time, but it's coming. I'm going to get that episode out. I just want to make sure I do it correctly and go through the proper channels. So anyways, so that has been um, on my mind. Those are the things that have been on my mind and keeping me up. And um, if you are struggling with with going through those, uh, any of that with your loved one, my heart goes out to you. And um, what else? Gosh. See, this is where my lack of sleep comes in play, is that you pause and then you lose track of, of thought while you're in the middle of doing a podcast that, like I said last time, I've tried recording this several times and my dogs keep barking. And... Then my phone rang, and so it's just been a whole ordeal. <laughs> and I actually tried to record this again for the second time on my computer upstairs, and it just turned into a whole thing. I did, however, manage to get those uh, pop-ups and those ads to stop coming up. I did resolve that problem. So again, I am uh, five episodes. This is my sixth episode but I've managed to work out the kinks of not having those ads pop up and making that noise while I'm in the middle of my freaking podcast. So I did work out that bug. But now I am talking on my phone again because being up in my office was not working for many other reasons. So then I get down here and there's airplanes and my cats and my dogs and I lose my train of thought. So it's always going to be something, people. I'm just, like I said, I've, I've told you from the beginning, there's probably always going to be something. <laughs> so um, thanks for thanks for rolling with it. I appreciate it. Um, thank you. Unless you're not rolling with it, unless you're pissed off and you've stopped listening, then um, in which case, I'm sorry. But if you're not listening, you're not listening to my apologies. So I guess there's no need to apologize to you guys. So, you know, fuck off, I guess. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But thank you for those that are sticking with me. I appreciate it. So um, that is, uh, that's it. I think that is all I am going to be discussing tonight. Um, so I will leave it with that. I wish every one of you an awesome rest of your evening. And hey, tomorrow is December 1st. So happy December. And to all you crazy people out there that are putting up your Christmas stuff or that have already put up your Christmas stuff like on Thanksgiving or the day after Thanksgiving, holy cow. I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate that because I love, absolutely love looking at Christmas lights. Love when neighborhoods decorate like their entire neighborhood and you drive down it. So into that. But I'm not really into putting barely any. I just want one little outline of white Christmas lights, and that's it. That's my Christmas decorations for my house. I don't want all the other crap in my lawn, on my lawn. I don't, I don't want it. But again, I want everybody else to have it because I love looking at everybody else's. I just don't want it on mine. But 
to all of you that put it out the day of Thanksgiving, come on, celebrate Thanksgiving first. At least do that. I swear we're going to start putting out Christmas stuff um, on Halloween. We're going to be, I've seen Christmas stuff being sold by like, they sneak it in. They think they can sneak it in by putting like candy canes here because it's candy and it's Halloween. So that's how they like infiltrate. They infiltrate Halloween and sneak in like their Christmas candies. I see what you're doing. I know what you're doing, candy stores. You're trying to take over Halloween and Thanksgiving. And I like Halloween and Thanksgiving. I'm not that big of a Christmas person. I'm not going to lie. I do love, my favorite thing is to give to others and to do things for others and volunteer time. Um, I'm not into the whole stress of having to, where are we going to spend Christmas and getting up early and trying to scramble the kids and pack everything in the car and go over and spend time with people that end up making you batshit crazy and making you mad half the time and then trying to scramble over to another person's house and then come home. And by the time you do that, you have no time to do anything, but get all those presents and all that wrapping paper um, put away and everything cleaned up and the kids to bed. And it's just a whole thing. I'd rather go spend time at like an assisted living facility or bake cookies for like the fire department and police station or help out at a homeless shelter. And then my family stay home in pajamas, play board games and we do stockings. I love myself some stockings. That is the best. Um, so Christmas, I just think people make it a little too stressful and about themselves instead of just making it about family or loved ones and friends and then making it be selfless. And I think people should be doing stuff for others. So I love Christmas if we make it about helping, you know, our neighbor and helping out and, um, staying home with our family and, uh, you know, in our pajamas and, and spending that precious time with family. Anyway, see, this is what happens. Again, I'm tired, and apparently I'm not running on, you know, what is it, six cylinders? Four, how many cylinders? I don't know. Six cylinders? <laughs> I don't even know. I said I was going to go. I said I was done, and then I start rambling on again. So, hence the ramblings of an insomniac. It's a true, it's a good name. Okay, I'm legitimately going to go now. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends if you like it. If you like what you're hearing, all this nonsense that makes no no sense, then pass it on to someone else. I would appreciate it. Have a good night. Until next time.